morning. <laughs> Isn't it fun to come together as a um, as a family? You know, um, I got to tell you this: that um, the things that the God has been ministering to me about family and um, how important it is. Boy, it's so good. It's so good. You know, when I look around here and I'm seeing people that I've I've uh, fallen in love with, you know, because that, you, there's a presence of God in each one of them, and each of them are a little bit different, and thank God they are. If they was all like me, we'd be in really big trouble. Uh, oh, yeah, that, that's a really big one. I know how to get in trouble, too. Um, You know, uh, I want to start off with a testimony. Can I do that? Did you see the men's bathroom? Isn't that cool? Yeah! Woohoo! <laughs> Next week, Ken can not have to run out the door. <laughs> He'll be able to use the men's bathroom. We're, our game plan is next week he's going to be able to stay and harass everybody like I do. Right, Ken? That's right. And you've got a solo you're singing tonight, is it? <laughs> really? See how it is? And see, we even reserved a spot for you. <laughs> Maybe a poem. All right. Lord Jesus. Amen. We just invite the Holy Spirit just right in here just to surround each one of you and uh, just comfort you in everything that this week has brought and uh, to know that God is more than enough. Amen. More than enough. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you so much for this opportunity that we have of coming together, Father, to just uh, worship you to thank you, Father, for who you are and what you mean to us individually, Father. Be exalted this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. Amen. Before I, uh, I last week I forgot announcements. <laughs> I know that you'll forgive me, right? And good morning to all you folks back there. It's good to see you. Um, before uh, I start, though, you know, we're missing uh, some people. There's um, Lorraine, I mean, um, Fran, Arlie. Uh, both of them need prayer really well. They're, they're both, I think, um, Fran's got what this young lady had. She had, like, Yes, she was... She was really bad. I don't blame her. Yeah, but um, we need to remember them. Um, and then there's, um, uh, let's see, we had some others here. Fran, Evelyn, how are you doing?
Those are just some of the ones we'd like to be praying for. Are there any others that have prayer requests? I'd like to add to that list. I'd like to just mention, I put a prayer request on the back of the bulletin for a little boy named Jose. Five years ago, when he was five, um, when we were at the assembly, they were praying for him for healing from cancer. And he did come through it. And he just recently, he's 10 now, he just recently found out he has leukemia. But they're saying that he's got three to four months to live. And I just would like that they would lift up their family and lift him up. Amen. Amen. Anyone else? Yes? Okay. Well, we'll be praying for Tyler. I wonder where he got that from. Yeah. So he needs a covering. <laughs> Amen. Amen. What's that? Okay. All right. Okay. Um, we got a Cassie also. We've been praying for her. She has, is she in remission? We don't know yet. Um, uh, anyone else need prayer? Sarah? What's his name? I don't know. Okay. 
Yep. Do you remember? Do you remember her name? Julie, I think. Julie? Yeah, I think it's her name. I okay. remember her. All right. I went with Linda and Shelby. Okay. I could not believe the amount of cars there, and then coming and going. We do have not. I have no idea how many people are afflicted with cancer. Some mm-hmm. sort. Anyone else? It's always good to have your kids back home. Okay. All right. Okay. Any other prayers? Uh, praise reports. Amen. Amen. Um, I hope these guys noticed the drywall has actually got the mud on it. And, you know, it's all, I have to sand just a little bit, and it's ready to paint. Isn't that cool? Then a door <laughs> and the floor. But it's, it's exciting. I, I'm believing that next weekend we're going to have it finished. And um, so Ken won't have to run out the door. <laughs> yeah. Um, either that or we've got to motorize his chair. <laughs> It's okay. Amen. Amen. Isn't that cool? Yes, amen. Amen. He gives me strength where they ain't none. Amen. I can't hardly breathe, and I can't hardly walk, but he gives me strength to come to church. Amen. Yeah, Lord. Yes. Well, let's pray. Father, we just thank you, Lord, for this opportunity of coming to you, Father. And Lord, um, I'm excited because I I know that um, we've already had testimonies of what prayer can do. A grandma going to the hospital, and before she gets there, she's fine. And Father, for, uh, Lord, just awesome things, even that bathroom, Father. Um, Lord, when I first started, I didn't know whether we'd finish it or not, but Father, here we are. 
And Lord, we want to lift you up. And Father, for uh, Jose with the leukemia, Father, for Tyler, the pastor, Lord Jesus, just surround him, Father. For Cassie, Lord, we know that um, you are just uh, surrounding her too, Father. And uh, Lord, for the gentleman with the colon cancer and the lady left side, the pain that she's experienced in her left side, Julie, I believe is her name, and the youthful energy of our kids, not just uh, for Val and uh, Mike, but rather for all of us, Lord Jesus. We want a, a youthful spirit in Jesus Christ to happen in them. And we thank you, Father. And Father, for Franklin, Lord Jesus. I'm just asking, Father, for all these names that we've listed, Father, right? Um, you know, like, it's easy for me to say their name, Father, but we want to come before you and say, Lord Jesus, you know them. Father, you know everything about them. So I'm asking, Lord, that you touch them, Father. Be with them. And uh, for Arlie and Fran, Lord Jesus, be with them also, Father. Just touch their bodies. Father, drive out the sickness that they have. In Jesus' name, amen. If we can have the ushers come forward. We'll... Uh, Lord Jesus, we thank you, Father, for this opportunity that we have of giving to you. Father, bless the gift and the giver. And Father, we praise your name. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. I'll sit this here for a minute, but um, do you know, um, this last week, I think it was before I actually left the service last, last week, that I felt like the Lord just gave me another word. It wasn't resonate, or it wasn't, there was another word I used last Sunday. It was um, love. Now, you know what, when you talk about love, it's, you know, like passionately falling in love with our wives, our husbands. Um, or we love our children. And um, the story that he brought to me was the, the day that Jesus was asking Peter. He said, Peter, do you love me? 
And um, when, he, when Jesus asked Peter, uh, Jesus used a word that meant um, compassion, uh, giving, sacrifice, that type of love. And Peter's answer back to him was uh, philos, which is like the, you're my friend. You know, that's it. You know, you're my friend. I, I like you as a friend. And uh, I started meditating on that. And I, I thought about how sometimes, you know, we try to gauge um, our relationship with Jesus Christ, how we want to relate to him. And um, the thing he showed me was how deep or how shallow is our love for him? Is it the agape kind of love? Or is it the philos? Um, and I, I just want to, you know, like I've really been concentrating on looking around, seeing people in this congregation, and that um, we are family. You know, I, I know I've said it last Sunday, but it's so important that we realize that we don't stand alone. I mean, we have family that we can call on and have prayer with. Um, and I know that I asked you to do this once last Sunday or maybe twice in a row, but I'm going to ask you to do it again. Look around. I want you to see who's sitting next to you or around you. And I want you to know that, that part of who Christ is in us is to demonstrate that love that God has placed in our hearts, what he has for us. I mean, it's, it's sacrificial. You're like once you come to know who Jesus is, you know, they there's nothing that you can do to separate you from God. He says the grace and mercies of God are, are everlasting. They're never ending. You know, so that we come to the place where we trust who God is in us. And sometimes the focus, you know, if we focus on ourselves all the time, we can get really discouraged and depressed. But when we start looking at others and, and starting to care for them, you know, thinking about them all the time, and I'm saying all the time, you know, like we talked about how, what the plans of the enemy are, and most of us is to get us to be internal, to look at um, all of our faults, maybe all of our good stuff too. <laughs> I don't know. And it's not bad to look at our good stuff or maybe even our faults. It says, let a man examine himself before God. And uh, it's, it's not a bad thing. But what happens is, is if it happens all the time, that we become um, depressed or discouraged, and we can't see outside of that. But when we begin to do what Jesus called us to do, what did he tell Peter to do? He said, Peter, do you love me? And Peter answers with the other one, and he says, yes, Lord, I love you. And he said, go feed my sheep. Now, that is part of who my responsibility is to feed the sheep. But yet, you know, um, we are part of the body of Christ. And, you know, like our responsibilities are not just, you know, to, to watch over who we are, but to watch over others who are in the body to become a part of us. You know, like I want, I want April and Marvin to shine I want them to go ahead and realize that there's nothing 
that can keep them from the love of God, that there's so much care in them that um, God is using you all the time. Sometimes we don't even notice it. But how important it is when he comes to us and um, he, he lays on our hearts maybe uh, Lorraine. And uh, I know she's had some back problems and we've been praying for her for a long time. But, you know, like we continue to pray for each other, to looking at other people rather than examining ourselves all the time. Well, Lord, I'm not gonna, I, don't, I don't have enough money for my bills this week. And, Lord, I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't have to worry about the food part. I can go a couple weeks without food, and I'll be fine. But yet God wants us to come to the place where it's, it's not internal all the time. Not to say that it's not. You're like, I love the presence of Jesus. I love who he is. Um, you know, we've been singing some songs that like, uh, Lord, set our souls on fire. You know, but when it's, I'm, honestly, if God does that, that's absolutely not going to be an internal thing. You're going to be looking at other people and saying, do you know who Jesus is? Wow! And we're just excited about who he is. But see, like, what happens is, is that there's, there's many times we come to that place where it's very difficult for us to look outside of who we are, or maybe even where we live. Um, I live in a trailer park, and I, I really sort of love it there. You know, we've got a lot of kids around my neighborhood, and, you know, most of them know my name anymore. They're, hi, Bob! Hi, Bob! You get to come over and play? <laughs> my granddaughters, you know, she got, we got uh, uh, Christine and Adara over to my house early this morning. And uh, Wani was singing, and Adara's, <laughs> and she's looking at me like, come on, Grandpa, you going to dance with me? I love it. But it's, it's, it's really, I mean, I get tired really soon, but yet to look at the opportunity that we have of, to have input or to have a, a, an opportunity to uh, love somebody else and looking at them and saying, I want the very best for John and Scott. You know, I want God to use them so fully, so awesome that they, have, they can't hurt it. They're going to be that soul that's set on fire. Isn't it exciting? <laughs> yeah. Um, or to come to the place where, you know, um, here's something that I've learned a long time ago. Is, um, do you know the most important person in your life outside of Jesus? If you're married, it's your spouse. And there's a once in a while I go like this. I know she's embarrassed, but you want to know something? That is important. You know, to look at other people. Admire them. Come to the place where they recognize that you care for them. Because there's sometimes what happens is we get so busy in our life that it's all about us that it's hard to look at somebody else and care for them. Our, our husbands and wives, our sons and daughters, you know, like they are, they are going to be a representative of who we are. Fortunately, I got a lot of people that are surrounding that little Adara. We was um, met uh, 
what's your name again? Scott and Ashley, um, yesterday afternoon, and Adara got out, and she loves being around them. Why? Because they have input into her life. You know, they love her, they want to play with her, and I'm going, sure glad that I want to play with her. Because she'll wear you out in a heartbeat. You saw her here last week, dancing all over the place. I mean, you had to run to catch up with her. Fun, though. It's fun. Do you know, um, there's, there's sometimes I feel like, uh, I, I've been looking at some scriptures in Ephesians chapter 3. Do you want to turn there? And it's, um, we'll start with verse 8. Ephesians chapter 3. We'll start with verse 8. <coughs> and I might have to... Everybody there? Ready? Verse 8. To me, who am less than the least of all the saints, this grace was given that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ and to make all see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of the ages has been hidden in God, who created all things through Jesus Christ. I'm going to stop there just for a minute. He said that, that uh, he wanted to, uh, to demonstrate a mystery. You know what the mystery is? Like, um, we are Gentiles. God loves us. And he gave himself for us. It's a, it's some, for some people, it's a mystery. And we, we can't sometimes apprehend who we are in Christ. We can't sometimes come to that place and realize that God really loves me and he cares about me. He said, I, I, this is a, one of my favorite scriptures, he says, acknowledge me in all of your ways. I'll direct your path. Um, you know, so that we don't become internal all the time. The mystery of God is, is that um, that part where he said, and make all who see what is the fellowship of the mystery. You know, to, um, um, yesterday Gary came over and helped us with a drywall tape. I know he's, he's embarrassed, but we'll embarrass him a whole bunch today. But um, when I get together with him, you know, like, it's really fun because we relate who Jesus is in our life, and we've got questions that we sort of bounce back and forth. And it's the mystery of the fellowship Fellowship of the Rings? Is that that movie that's... <laughs> so, sort of like that, but it's the fellowship of who Jesus is in us. And, and being able to get together and, and share it. Um, the fellowship of Christ in us and to others. Um, and it's fun. You know what? My heart's desire is, is that I have lots of people like Marvin and April and Karen and what's your name again? <laughs> Gary. Woo! I know it's really tough. And Ashley and, you know, like I, I, I almost want to go ahead and stretch my arm out to Ashley and Scott because they like feeding me. And you can tell I really don't need it. I mean, if you ever get to their house asking for the mashed potatoes because he makes them so awesome you won't be able to 
stop eating them. <laughs> Picking on them, right? But see, like, um, it's, it comes to that point where, see, like, Ash, or uh, what's his name again? <laughs> um, Shelby is holding his head down so that he doesn't, I don't pick on him. But it's too late, Shelby. It's too late. Didn't work. You know, it's, it's like fellowship. And you get to know them. You get to love them for who they are. And um, they have been put into your life. Your fellowship is really essential. And, it's, and it can't be just on Sunday mornings. You're like, I love these guys. I don't want to talk to you just on Sunday morning. I want to look at Elizabeth and go, I know you. See, it's really important. You know, that if you begin to know other people, you learn about who they are. And sometimes what their weaknesses are and what their strengths are. And, we, and not only that, you know, the, the ones that, you know, that are really digging and they're, they're uh, in the word of God and you get together with them, you know, that it, it stirs up who you are in Christ because we want them more. Let there be a fire. We're too quiet. <laughs> I want to turn the lights out. I heard a joke a long time ago. <laughs> it's just a joke. But I was thinking about all of you, and um, the lights went out, and uh, the guy was sort of, I'm going to say he was a Christian, and he said, okay, everybody raise an arm. Nothing happened. He said, all right, raise the other arm. And he said, all of a sudden, lights came on. And he said, many hands make light work. <laughs> but I'm going to share with you that many hands, when we interact with other people, it helps us. It makes the light Get excited. <laughs> Woohoo! You know, it's, it's awesome, Wandy. It also makes our food and our work, our labor. Yeah, it was really fun. You know, like it was really easy for me. All I had to do was watch Gary and Shelby <laughs> yesterday. All I had to do was come in and clean up afterwards. So it was fun. Make light work. <laughs> come on. You've got to understand that God intends for us to have fellowship with one another. He said, fellowship of the mystery. It's, it's, and, it's, and it's who you are in Christ. Like, um, we was talking yesterday. Gary has, a, like, a, an insight into the word that I, you know, like, I'm Bob. There's Gary. We have different views of the word of God. And he says his, I say mine. And, but you know what? It's, it mixes, it, it, it enhances who we are in Christ. It doesn't, it doesn't separate us, it, it enhances. It makes us more awake to all of the fellowship of God. You know, like it's really important for us. You okay, Sarah? What's up? Can you sit there for just a second? So, Father, in Jesus' name, we're going to come against the enemy. 
that's causing this pain and nerve tension in her body. And we command it to leave in Jesus' name. And we thank you for it, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Father. Is it easy? No? Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Mm-hmm. Do you need help? I can sit in the back seat. If somebody could help me sit in the back seat. Yep, we can do that. I don't want to go home. We don't want you to go home either. I'm going to put my water on the floor. Yeah. yeah. You're going to get her water for her? Amen. You know what's um, really cool? Well, they're praying for her back there. I want to go on to verse is eight, nine, verse ten, because I think it really applies right now to what's happening. It's it's like really important. We are the body of Christ. We want to make sure that Sarah's okay. But it says, you know, he he was talking about the mystery of the fellowship, fellowship of the mystery, and it says to the intent that now the manifold wisdom of God might be made known by the church to the principalities and powers in the heavenly places. Do you understand what I just read? It said, you know, that to the intent of, of how we, we know Christ. And that when we begin to uh, experience the knowledge, the wisdom that God wants to go ahead and impart to the body of Christ, that it says the church, by the church, it's made known to the principalities and powers in heavenly places. Can I share with you that um, there's, a, there's a principality, there's powers in the heavenlies that we don't see. But we have authority over them. Don't pass out yet. We're still good. We're still good. It's like 
You know, you have to come to the place where we believe what God has put in us to manifest to the body of Christ so that we can reach outside of who we are and take authority over the enemy and what he's doing in our life. It's important. Now, you've got a really serious face there, Gary. That's better. He's smiling, but I, I could tell he was thinking about what I'm saying. You got something to add to that? You're processing. Yes. In this, this physical world that we live in, uh, in some way, uh, touches the eternal world. And I, and I don't totally understand it. But in Ephesians, it says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and spiritual wickedness, heavenly places. You know, so that's, it's part of that understanding of who we are in Christ. So then as that goes on, it says put on the whole armor of God. <laughs> and as you go down to all those aspects of the armor, yeah. every aspect demonstrates the person of Jesus Christ. Amen. As Christ. Put on the armor of Christ. Um, we was talking yesterday about um, there's sometimes when people get born again, you know, their vision is, well, I'm going to be in heaven one day. That's good. That's not bad. But, you know, like um, the prayer uh, in Matthew chapter 7, I believe, or 6, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come in heaven as it is in earth. You know, so it's, it's a, a transference of, of uh, you know, our hope is not just heaven. But it's, it's, it's uh, who Christ is in us. And in this life, you know, he's talking here that the, the mystery is, Unveiled. I mean, our eyes are open. The word of God says that, you know, all the mysteries. People in the Old Testament were looking for years for this thing to come to pass for them. And here we are. We're living in it. You know, the, the regeneration of the spirit of God in us. Who God has made us. Um, here's something really important for you to understand is that that is true but there's, there's different manifestations of that you know like who we are um, Kelly, God might have a particular gift that he's placed in you and I'm sure that he has uh, you have a tremendous heart of compassion right so it's like you know um, I have compassion, but there's sometimes my, sh my memory is so short I can't remember it. I, I need people like you and the body of Christ to bring me back to that place where we, we focus. It's important, isn't it, Kelly? We, we have to focus on, on uh, who we are in Christ and then do the work that he's called us to do. 
I mean, be the body of Christ. You know, the mystery. And that we need to uh, understand that we have authority over the heavenlies or the, the now I'm going to call them angels. They're fallen angels. They're devils. They're demons. I know a lot of people don't like to hear that, but it's absolutely true. You know, um, we are afflicted. You know, we are in, I, I told you this a couple weeks ago, we are in a war. And bless the Lord, we're winning. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> you know, it's getting excited about who he is in us and not allowing the physical things or the mental things or the spiritual things that come against us to rule us, except for Jesus. <laughs> yes? Oh, come on, Karen. loud enough <laughs> no just avoid a verse that came to my mind it's actually there in Ephesians um, now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think according to the power at work within us to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever amen what does that mean to you Um, that it isn't about me. It's about Christ who's in me and his power that dwells within me. And it's not that I have to keep trying to do things on my own. I can't. I can't. There's nothing I can do on my own. It's only Christ who's in me and by me allowing him to shine through my life and say, Lord, you, you do it. It's, it's your power, it's your might, not mine. Um, yeah, not by might, not by power, but by Christ, his spirit who dwells within me. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Karen. Yes, John. Yes, please. Do you mind, you don't mind if I just walk around, do you? I mean, it's fun, because I want everybody to hear this, come on. Okay, this is Isaiah 9, chapter 9, verses 6 and 7. And think carefully on all of it. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, verse 7. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. It shall continually increase. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. Upon the throne of David, and upon his kingdom to order it, to establish it with judgment 
and with justice from henceforth, from that time forth that Isaiah wrote this or said this, from henceforth even forever, the zeal of the Lord, the word for Lord in Hebrew is Yahweh, the zeal of Yahweh of host, of Sabaoth is host. The, the zeal of Yahweh Tzavaot, that's host, will perform this. Hallelujah. Amen. Do you know what I like having him read? He, how old are you? Um, how old? <laughs> I'm a little bit over the hill. A little bit over the hill. <laughs> I'm hoping I'm as good as he is. He's, he's reading that without glasses. Isn't that cool? But what he read is really important. See, it's like he set up the kingdom, and he said it's going to be there until the very end. Yeah. Well, forevermore. Isn't that what it said? Forevermore. So it's like, um, you know, we have to. <laughs> I need his eyes so that I can <laughs> see to put that on. We need to come to the point where we stop thinking it's all on us. Enjoy who he is in us. Quit worrying about the things that are going on, like the election and all that. He's still in charge, and it will be the way he wants it, whether it's the one we want or not. He's in charge. He let bad kings rule. And when they wanted a king, he let, yeah. he let some bad ones rule yeah. to please the people. So people need to be careful with the truth. Now we need to pray a lot about it. Pray a lot about it is really the important part is that we come to, and, and you want to know something? The fellowship, you know, um, like I, I can't tell you who to vote for, and I don't really want to, don't really want to, but we need to pray. But as we come together as a fellowship and we display who Jesus is in us, he said it's, his kingdom was set up forever, forever. And when we, we have the presence of Jesus in us and we begin to display that, the enemy runs. Yeah. You know, uh, a long time ago, uh, I, I heard people about, you know, saying, well, you got to be careful when you go into places, you know, because there might be a demon there and they're going to get you and everything. And the Lord spoke to me and he said, Bob, you have a presence of my Holy Spirit in you. And when you walk in a room, those demons go up against the wall and they hope you don't catch them. <laughs> Isn't it fun? I mean, to realize who we are in Christ. And, and we have the, uh, an ability to pray for each other like Sandy. Right? Amen. And she's all, yeah, Gary. in us as he 
inhabits this earthen vessel. Amen. about the kingdom of Amen. God uh, coming to earth. <laughs> no, it's, it's but, good. But there, there's both sides to that coin. Uh, because the one focuses on me, where the other one begins to start focusing on Christ in me, rather than me being in him. Yeah. How, how, how does both of those blend together? Um, here, here, let me, the reason I ask that, here's, here's a couple verses. Okay, we're ready. You ready? All right, here we go. This is in 1 Corinthians 1.30. It says, but by God's doing, you are in Christ Jesus, who became to us wisdom from God, righteousness, sanctification, and our redemption, that just as it is written, let him who boasts, boast in the Lord. For I determined to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. Now, now I, I look at that and I said, wow, Christ is in me. And... That is in me. <laughs> uh, uh, that's something he's placed within me in himself. Yeah. Uh, and, th and then over over here, you talk about the love and the mystery. Uh, this, this is a summary of what everybody's been saying this morning from John here. It says, of this church, this church in which we go, I was made a minister according to the stewardship from God bestowed on me from your benefit, that I might fully carry out the preaching of the word of God. That is the mystery which has been hidden from ages past and generations, but has now been made manifest in his saints, to whom God will to make known that it is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, Amen. the hope of glory. Amen. And we proclaim him, admonishing every man and teaching every man with all wisdom that we may present every man complete in Christ. And for this purpose I labor, striving according to his power, which mightily works within us. Amen. Amen. <laughs> see, see, like... Um, that scripture is really important, but it's, it's important for us to come to that knowledge of that, you know, like what he did in us. Without having us having a, a mental, spiritual, heartfelt understanding of who Jesus is in us, we can't operate outside of that. You know, like we, we spend too much time trying to figure out, you know, uh, all about ourselves, And I, that's not bad. But when you become too internal, you know, examining yourself too much, like, well, maybe I should have done this, and maybe I should have done that, and, and maybe you should have. But um, how many of you know that when you make a mistake, you know, we can get up and go again? <laughs> you know, God's not, God's not waiting uh, for you to come to the place where, you know, you work up... Uh, Forgiveness. You can't work up forgiveness. It's there already. All we have to do is receive it and then go on. You're like, if I, if I fall down, <laughs> as old as I am, I might, but I'm going to get back up. And it's the same thing in Christ. You know, that we come to that place where we realize who Christ is in us, knowing that... Um, What's that part you read about? You know, there's, there's two parts to that. It's, it's uh, who we are in Christ and Christ in us. I mean, there's a little bit of a mystery there. You know, but coming to the place where we become who Christ is in us. Outward.
can I do for him instead of what can he do for me? And yeah. I think the more you grow on your journey, you know, it, your salvation is a gift. And then you go on to a journey and it's what can I do for him instead of looking at what can he do for me? And I don't know, does that make sense? It's kind of like the flip eye that's Yes? Okay. You had something, Marvin? Am I right or am I down another road? No, you're right. I'm, I'm just going to share this. He said, give, and it shall be given unto you. There's sometimes, you know, if we stop the focus on us, and we forget, you know, like, stop worrying about it. It's not so much that we, we don't care. It's carrying the worry of it. And then, and then what we do is we give out to other people that God will give to us. He'll make sure. I'm going to tell you a, a testimony that I shared Wednesday night. Marvin, you had something. When I think of being in Christ, it's like when God looks at us, he sees Jesus because we are in him. So then that does away with our striving of trying to be good enough. But when we realize it's Christ is in us, then we, that's the part where same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells within us. I mean, when Jesus was crucified, was buried, and was in that tomb, and that stone was up on that tomb, you know that the devil and all of his demons did not want him to come out. So that same dynamite power that blew that stone away dwells within us. And we don't have to strive to do this, to do that, because our life is hidden with Christ in God. And that's the end part. It's important. Yeah. <laughs> Karen. Now you, you talk too soft. I got to go ahead and give you this again. Yeah, just a little testimony, a little experience I had earlier this week. Um, Thursday was quite the day. <laughs> but um, I, I had a bunch of canning to do, and I had taken my stuff over to my older daughter, Stacy's. Um, the day before and had helped her with some stuff and then um, I had to go back over to get it and of course I'm thinking I got all this stuff to do and when I got there she was having a, she's got three little ones a seven year old well almost and a five year old and a two and a half year old and the five year old and the two and a half year old could be quite little stinkers, a lot of fighting almost every day and when I got there Stacy was in the midst of pulling her hair out practically with the kids and just all frustrated and I just stood there quietly and listened and and um, then I got down with the two little ones and I said, Kristen and Connor, you need to listen to your mommy. I said, mommy loves you, but I said, you don't need to treat each other like this. You know, you need to show each other love and and then I just felt, okay, I need to stay. I need, really needed to go, but I said, no, I need to stay for a while here. And then I went over to, after I talked with the kids a little bit, and um, I went over to Stacy, and she's, you know, in tears, and I just gave her a hug, and she, I said, Stacy, I said, you know, 
don't yell at the kids because you'll regret it someday. They're children. You know, and I said, I know it's hard. And she says, she got in tears. She says, Mommy, I can't do this. I just can't do this. And I said, yes, you can. I said, you got to stop trying and start trusting. I said, Jesus is in you. He's in you. He lives in you. Just trust him. I said, ask him. Get on your knees and pray and ask him how you deal with this. What do you do? You know, and, and I said, I know, it's hard. I remember these days. <laughs> a young mom with young kids, and it's not always easy. And I just said, you know, so then I went over and I sat with the kids some more and talked with the kids some more. But um, for me, that was big because I can get so caught up in, you know, what I have to do and what I need to do and that to just say, okay, this is more important. I need to do this. And then when I went home, you know, then I started having problems. My pressure cooker wouldn't work and everything was going wrong. I said, okay, Satan, God just had a victory here and now you want to tear my day apart because, <laughs> and it was, I mean, I was frustrated and I ended up, you know, calling Gary. He was away at work. He had, had made two trips back and forth all the way from Pawpaw. And I called him, I said, honey, my pressure cooker isn't working, and I'm just going to waste all this stuff. And I said, what do I do? I can't get it to work. Well, he got on the phone, and this is later in the day, you know, and he got on the phone and started looking for, I needed a new gasket for my air, for my uh, pressure cooker because it wasn't going to seal. And uh, he came all the way back to Holland before, in the evening before the store closed, he found Ace Hardware. They're, those things are not easy to find because people don't use pressure cookers anymore. And he came all the way down to Holland and found one at the Ace Hardware in Holland and brought it all the way back. He says, I'm on my way, I'll be there at 8.30. <laughs> and so he left his job, and he was under pressure because he had this job that needed to be done. And he set that aside, came all the way home to help me so that I could get my pressure cooker back in order and so I just you know I just said you know thank you Lord I was not a happy camper <laughs> either you know Stacy wasn't a happy camper but you were able to use each of us in each other's lives to bring some encouragement and I think that's what we need from one another because we do we easily forget or we get frustrated and we just need someone there to come alongside us and give us the encouragement that we need and say, you can do it, and it's okay, and I, or I can help. This is how I can help, you know, so. Thank you, Karen. Yeah. Amen. Scott?
Yeah, it does take some um, fortitude on your part to walk that out. It's like, you know, there, these are things that we're sharing where, you know, um, I think God wants to do this in us, but, you know, we, we come to that place where we recognize how awesome Jesus really is in us. Um, I, I was thinking of a scripture when he was sharing that with me, and he said, um, um, he said, the things that I do, um, it, was, it was the one where he, he was talking about, you know, how, you know, it, it wasn't about him. It was who Jesus is in him. And um, he, he wanted to take the, the focus off of him so much as him lifting up Jesus. Basically, what you're saying is, is like, when we come to the place where that focus isn't so much on us anymore, it's on what we can do in Christ. It's a process. Here's a really cool thing, though. That's why it's so important for us to realize that the body of Christ is necessary. You know, like I used to think that, well, going to church is not necessary, but, you know, there's sometimes we need each other. We can pray for one another. It's, we're not just left alone. Um, I just thank God, you know, I, I can't imagine uh, trying to do that bathroom all by myself. And I'll be honest with you, there's, I'm 71, and, um, you know, jumping up and down on a ladder just three times, and I'm going, oh, my God, I want to go home. But it's, it's see, like, I'm, I'm, I'll be honest with you, I had Shelby and, and um, well, there's been a couple of people that have helped through the whole process, but it's like, it's, they're all here in the body of Christ, every one of them. And I'm, I'm sure they don't want you to go ahead and necessarily know all of what they did, but yet we are the body of Christ. You know, in order for us to get to the place where we need to be, to walk out who Jesus is in us, that um, um, given it shall be given unto you, that, that type of a mentality it takes time for us to sort of decipher. <laughs> how can I say it? Is that, you know, like the new babe in Christ is going to learn how to walk, and then we learn how to participate. And then there's sometimes when we really grow in him, we jump out and we say, Lord Jesus, I want to do everything I can for you. You know, so that it becomes cool. Yeah, yeah. From the milk, then I went to chocolate milk because I like chocolate milk, and then I went to meat. Just to be honest, you know, I mean, it took me a while. You know, I got off the milk and then, how about chocolate milk? Yeah, can I have chocolate milk for a while? And it's good. Do you know that God knows who us? When I was listening to Karen, is it all right if I embarrass the kids back here just a little bit? Just a little bit. 
um, you know, like there's not a lot of, that we, of times that we hear from young people about who they are in Christ and how they walk him out. But I want you to know that I am so pleased to have you here. Um, it's such a blessing. You ask any one of these people that are here, they're so glad you're here. And we're praying that God would just uh, be able to pour out his blessing on you folks, yep. you young folks, yep. and that you experience who he is for your own self. But, you know, that we have things that can be involved to help you to participate in knowing who Christ is. Fellowship, it's important. She's looking at me like, are you talking to me? Can I pick on you just a little bit? Is that all right? No, I can't pick on you. See, now I like that. She just said, no, you're going to get in trouble if you do. How about you? Pick on him? You have something to share? No? Okay. She was pointing at you like I was thinking, you know, big sister, she's probably going to get you in trouble. So how about uh, you? Do you have anything to share? No? Am I embarrassing you yet? Good, I'm glad. How, how about you back there? <laughs> no. Yeah, you know what? I love kids. I lo well, you know, these aren't just kids. They're almost getting to that age where they're, they're young adults. All right. You? No? Okay. Um, I just want you guys to know that we really love you here. I'm glad you're here. Really. Um, you know, you see the really old like me, and then there's a little bit, you know, he's a little bit younger than I am, and then you get um, people like Elizabeth, and she's a little bit younger than he is, and then you get Susan over there, and she's almost a baby, right? <laughs> then these two here are really babies. <laughs> and then Grace back there, she's in your, your court. You know, she's your age. Right, Grace? How old are you, Grace? 20? <laughs> 12? Okay. I love it. I love my job. I really do. Don't fire me right away. I'm having too much fun. <laughs> awesome. What do you think, Wandy? I'm looking at the clock, so I'm trying to... <laughs> Uh, a couple of weeks ago, um, I had a little conversation with Gary, and he said, Bob, do you know what quench the spirit is? Do you remember that? And, you know, like I knew, but, and he's, he said, you know when you look at the clock, you quench the spirit. That's why it's back there. Yeah, well, the, the problem is I can see it really good, you know. I, I get a little embarrassed. We've been here for a long time. But I, I enjoy so much, you know, the, uh, the how, can I just get your opinion? What do you think when other people just share stuff? Do you like it? Amen. Yeah, it's, it's good, isn't it? Can I share something with you? I feel like that that's what really the body of Christ is all about. It's just not me coming up here telling you what I think. You know, we get a, a variety of. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. 
Yeah, I'm sure of that.